Hello and welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. I'm Gemma. I'm Chippy. I want to start off with a shout out. I've instantly forgotten her name, not because it's not worth remembering, um, but because I literally can't remember anyone's name. Uh, it's a good start. This, we, did our, we did a podcast about weight and how I was secretly fixated with my weight. Mm-hmm. And it resonated with her. She's lost, since that podcast, she's lost 16 pounds and a whole jean size. How do you know? And she, well, I'll get her to give us some laundrette tips. But how do you know like, this? That's what I mean. How, she mess- how- oh, she, she messaged me. She sent me a message on Instagram and said, thank you so much, because it just it res- resonated and gave me a kick up the bum. And she feels so much better and like she's on she's on the right path. And I just wanted to give her a shout out. So that's amazing. I mean, I can't say the same for myself. I just had a cheese and onion pasty. <laughs> oh, nice. Do you know what? I don't have I was really bad over the summer and I I usually don't eat gluten. I'm not gluten intolerant. Well, no, I am gluten intolerant. It puffs my tummy up. It makes my tummy hurt. And I also think it affects my mind. So, but because I saw my family a lot over the summer, I just ate what they were eating and didn't, you you don't want to make a fuss. So, and I think it really took its toll. So for, for the last two or three weeks, there's been no gluten and it's fine I don't need it and and because it causes problems I it means I don't eat stuff like crumpets all the stuff that I would normally snack on that the kids have bread based things I just don't have because I know it's going to make me feel terrible so it's quite helpful but I went for coffee with some friends of mine the other day and they hadn't eaten lunch and I had luckily but they had cheese toasties and I love a cheese toasty. And so I made Joe go and get some gluten-free bread and I had some cheese on toast yesterday mm. and it was good. I had a little bit of a disaster with cheese on toast the other day. Why? Um, because I was half asleep because I like, I like a nice cheese on toast for breakfast. Oh, lovely. Yeah. The cup of tea. And I was half asleep. I didn't have my glasses on. And I mistake, I mistook the Worcester sauce for soy sauce. So I sprinkled soy sauce liberally on my cheese on toast. Could be worse. Could be worse. I I ate it thinking, I think this Worcester sauce is off. (laughs) The consistency's not right. realized it was soy sauce it, it's it wasn't it wasn't one of them fortuitous um you know, culinary you know mistakes the, the worst culinary culinary mistake it's one of those things when you live with someone and you know they go give me an example and most of the time you can't but then some topics you hark back to one example and they're like will you not stop banging on yeah one joe will ask me how to cook something Hmm. he does most of the cooking now before he didn't and and when there was the bit in between where he was starting to take over the cooking he would ask my opinion so he'd be like what what are we cooking and i'd say use this recipe it's this this and this and this he will never follow that he'll have to go a little off piste 
anyway, so he makes um, this very nice marjoram and parma ham pasta. Very simple, very easy to do. Mm. And he get, puts a bowl of it in front of me and I smell it. And then he's faffing in the kitchen with him, his. And I'm like, what? What did you put in this? I mean, it's literally like a bit of cream. Fry up the, the parma ham with some garlic. Sprinkle over the marjoram. Job's done. So, what did you put in this? And he was like, well, I did exactly what you told me. Exactly. And I was like, no, there's something different. He went, well, obviously I put in a splash of white wine. Now, I quite object to that in cooking anyway. Why? I often think it makes it taste a little bit like sick. Because <laughs> you know when you've been sick, when you've been drinking white wine? No. Oh. Well, if you've ever been sick from drinking white wine, I then find white wine in cooking replicates it. Anyway, and I was like, mm, there hasn't been, we haven't, and I'm eating it now and there's something not right. And I was like, we haven't, we don't drink white wine, Joe. There's, there's no, and he's like, yeah, there's an open bottle right here. And I was like, no, we haven't for years. Turns out he's liberally sploshed in some elderflower cordial that I've made. It, it's a taste that stays with you, palm ham pasta and elderflower oh. and cream. It, it, for weeks afterwards, every now and again, one of us would be like, oh, I can still, I can still taste the elderflower. It was a real culinary disaster. That happened to me once um, when I um, woke up in the middle of the night and, in fact, Mike and I recently had a bit of a, a, an argument about this. Okay. I take on most of my liquid in the evening. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, like, when I'm asleep. So, oh, no, I take on most of my liquid just before I go to sleep. I'm suddenly, so, like, what, now. So what happens is, I, I can't, I, I'm not sure if sparkling water to still. So what happens is... Can I just interrupt and say, it's really bad for you because it's not hydrating and it leaches calcium. Fucking hell. There is no joy allowed in life, Gemma. Anyway, so so I take a big, fresh two liter, and every night, periodically, Mike goes. Yeah, that would annoy me. I'm with Mike as always. So I've now switched to plain. Anyway, nice. But one night, I reached out and I'm like fumbling around in the dark, and um. I picked up a bottle of devil's water. Do you know what I mean? No. No, not that. No. I'm going to have to put a pin in that and come back to that story in a minute. I picked Yes, it's the second time I've thought of that story in the last two weeks, having not thought about it since it happened. So we'll come back to that in a minute. I, devil's water, as in micellar water. I didn't swallow it. I, went, I mean, it's that's fucking better for you to ingest it oh, than it is to put it on your face. I, I, I took a swig. I immediately like threw up, and I could taste that for days. Well, that's your own fault for having it in the house. Um, we were thinking about the willy cup, weren't yeah, we? Yeah, the willy cup. I hadn't thought about the willy cup for years and then for some reason oh yeah it was because every morning right my kids are like me I will go to bed and I'll suddenly be like oh a body should have about two liters of water a day I've had none 
So now I'm going to try and chug two litres of water. It's why most of my kids just pee the bed liberally because at night we just intake yeah. water. And so what happens in the morning is my kids get up, come upstairs to our room and they sort of circle around the bed, finishing off any water. That I have a water bottle because I'm not good in when I'm tired and it's and I will possibly spill it everywhere or tip it on my face. So I have a bottle. Joe just has a cup. And I said to Joe, what would happen to that person who's got the willy cup if your kids come up and they just sort of drink any liquids that are lying around? Yeah, but, I mean, we don't have a willy cup. Nobody has a willy cup, Gemma. <laughs> so for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, was it on mum's net? It sounds, it's like a mum's net thread. There's a woman who went on mum's net and said, what do you do to differentiate between your water glass next to your bed and your willy glass next to your bed? It's called penis beaker. Penis beaker. What do you do to differentiate between the water, your water glass and your penis beaker? Whereupon everyone was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you what? This is October 2013. So almost 10 years ago, right? And it's called, it's in Mum's Net Classics, okay? I mean, if you are a Mum's Netter, Chippy's not. I have... I'm not, and I still know about penis beaker. That's how I... I, Yeah, anyway. Do you dunk your penis? This is, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but this is the original post, right? I have, I considered name changing for this, but fuck it. (laughs) That's how she started. She's a laundress, ever I've heard one. (laughs) We have have a dedicated post-sex cleanup area on the bedside table. A box of tissues, a small bin and a beaker of clean water for temporary cleaning, dunking while the bathroom is occupied by me. Apparently, in in italics, our penis beaker is strange and not the done thing. Does everyone else just lay there in a sticky post-coital glow until morning? Really? Now, I've got loads of things to say about this. Firstly, if I've just done the horizontal shimmy with someone then I'm perfectly fine to share a bathroom with them. We've talked about this, not for anything. Oh, no. Mike's never I, seen me wee. Mike's never seen you wee? No. Oh, my God. I, I think most of my I've never trumped in front of Mike. Yeah. Oh, no, but that's completely different. Different orifice. That is a private, private orifice. No, I think, well, you see, but I was friends with boys growing up. If, if I couldn't pee in front of men, I'd have not gone out much. But... Well, because, you know, you go out on the piss and then they're all peeing and you're like, oh, anyway. Um, so I can pee in front of, I feel like it should, it should be said to anyone who doesn't know, medically, it's really important for you to go and have a wee after you've had sex because you can get UTIs if you don't. So if you're a younger laundrette or you're someone who gets a lot of UTIs and you're wondering why, it's all to do with uh, your tubage and the friction and it's best to go for a wee straight afterwards. So I just... That's why people can get honeymoon honeymoon cystitis. Yes, and you do not want that. Um, So (laughs) I go for a pee and Joe goes for... I mean, he's going to fucking hate this, but then he goes at the same time. But if you can't do that, what, through your legs? Who uses the sink? For a wee? He doesn't have to. I'm, I'm sitting weeing. I don't wee on the sink. 
He doesn't, right, I see. Do you um, see what I mean? <laughs> or, or he could have a shower or a bath, but, but I'm happy to wee in front of him. We have been together for 20 years. So that's, yeah. And also, if I was going, if, if I wasn't comfortable with that, at most I, I'd suggest a baby wipe. But otherwise, they're not lying in a lot of, I mean, a lot of the effluage, is that a word? Liquid. Okay. Um, it, it goes with you, surely. So, oh. So, but there's no need for a penis beaker, is what we're getting at. But but it was if, if, if you need cheering up, right? Just search mum's net penis beaker. Get yourself something hot drink. Sit I down. I can't imagine what it it's must have been like to hilarious be a witness to that moment in history as it was unfolding. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There are mum's netters out there who will have seen that post when there were no replies and just been like, "What the fuck." I'm sorry, what's this about a penis beaker? But so, so, when... But also, I, was... I mean, they must have been having quite a lot of... You know, that sounds like organisation to me. My, my, my sex life is not that organised. Talking to the organised mum, she's probably got it written in her new journal. Have you written it in your journal? Have you drawn a picture? I've added it into level ones. Change, <laughs> change penis beaker water regularly oh no because no in um in team tom we have a we have dirty mondays because we have clean sheet tuesday and there's dirty monday uh, dirty monday so your sheets are all besmirched so you can but it's all right because it's clean sheet tuesday <laughs> yeah but you know how weird it is that i haven't thought about that for ages and then it's come up if you'll excuse the expression in the past couple of weeks twice because it was people, you know, that you could get those colourful, like, plastic cups from Ikea. Yeah. People all assumed it was that. And then everyone was, like, trying to think about the logistics, like, penis size, how much did you, oh, how much, how much. You don't want the water to spill out as the bits are lowered in. But and did she explain like, what how, how, it was? Also, you know how sometimes people try and find a, a solution for a problem that doesn't exist? Yeah. So, like... How long is she waiting for? How long is she waiting for? Can you not just have like a hand towel that he could put over his bits? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because, or some tissue. Or some tissue. Or, but yeah, like how long is she waiting for? I just find also like if, if, if your other half's not getting up and doing a sort of weird victory dance afterwards, then, you know, are you doing it right? what I want to know <laughs> so I just looked at the first reply and it's no we have a normal bedside table with books and a lamp <laughs> same it makes me feel very you know <laughs> we haven't got this sorted out a friend of ours um a friend of ours was at our house and uh they're very blunt and open and they uh, uh said oh did you remember to buy condoms the wife said to the husband and the husband said no and he jokingly went on amazon and then he was like right gonna buy a lifetime supply and we were like what and he was like oh yeah pack of six (laughs) 
also Joe now code word sometimes, although we don't anyway. He's always like, I'm off to get the lifetime supply. Like, nice Joe. Thanks. So now lovely code word in our house for it. But I was like, the things you can get on Amazon. Not sure I trust I Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't trust them though, because everything on Amazon, Amazon, everything on Amazon is dodge. Someone's probably been through there with a needle. No, is, is that what that song's about? The House of Fun? Is it about condoms? Welcome to the House of Fun. Now we've come of age. Yeah. Welcome to the Lion's Den. You're going into the chemist. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Let's have a look, shall we? Find the House of Fun. It's quicker if you run. This is a chemist, not a joker's shop. <laughs> Good morning, miss. Can I help you, son? 62 day. I'm a big boy now. Yeah. They say so you'll serve me. I'll be on my way. Box of balloons. Yeah. It's about. It is. I can confirm. Mm. It's one of those um, songs that you play because it's because your kids would like it. It's a catchy title. Catchy tune. And then afterwards, you're like, well, that was inappropriate. Yeah, for me, I got I got particularly ranty once at the radio listening to Blurred Lines with the kids. Oh, yeah, I can't even, Joe won't, I can't, don't get me, no. <laughs> I, say, I, say, I was driving back from Sainsbury's recently. I had Tom and Johnny, Ben wasn't born. Oh, my God, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're playing this. I can't believe they're playing it. I'm phoning in. Did you phone in? Yeah. Did they care? They didn't answer. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of the really, there's just loads that you're like, like my mum, we used to listen to Blood Sugar Sex Magic on the way into school by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, which my mum, you must have sat there listening to me and my sister singing every single word and it's all about sex. But did you know it was all about sex at the time? Bits of it. Mm. But there is, every now and again, I'll listen to one of their songs on that album and I'll be like, oh, God. I remember making her listen to Rage Against the Machine on the way into school and it got to the killing in the name of and the bit where he goes, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. And my mum switching the off button and saying, well, fuck off. And um, What was Lily Allen like? Lily Allen was really good. I've got thoughts on it. Now, oh. I don't want to body shame and I'm very up my own ass about that. So I need to be careful about what I say, but I really would love to buy her quite a lot of pasta. Um, she was really good. What was so she doing? Singing? No, no, no. She's in a, it's her West End, it's her acting debut. <laughs> So I went to the theatre um, to see a play that she's in called 222 and it's a ghost story. So my friend found tickets and took me because she was like, this is your kind of thing. And it was really funny because there's lots of like jumpy bits in it, which I don't jump at. But the two friends that I was I had either side of me were like, every time. <laughs> yeah, and kept grabbing hold of my arm. So I'd be like, OK, OK. Um, yeah. But 
it was really good so there's four people in it well technically there's six but two people come in at the end for like a minute so I'm not counting them and there are four people in it Lily Allen's one of them and a guy from EastEnders Pepe no oh funny no um I would have been like Pepe um no he's a Branner Branner he's Dot's son oh, I don't know I used to watch history oh I bet you did anyway and then two other people and Lily Allen was really good really good that's because her dad was in the Royal Shakespeare Company or something yeah and her mum's a film writer so like it's in her blood but she I and I did and there were loads of people there who were clearly just there because of her which was nice because they felt like they were there because they loved her Mm. but I also thought I bet that's that's so much pressure Mm. do you know what I mean like they they felt like a nice like I always say to brides before they get married people (laughs) come to weddings to have a good time they don't come to weddings to criticize you they come to weddings you've invited people who love you and do you know what I mean and it's so it felt like everyone was there because they loved her and they were excited to see her but I was still like everyone you've got critics who are probably waiting for you to mess it up and she was she and this guy from EastEnders were the best two on the stage so it was really good. The end. Of my was, was was there any sick at all? No. And she has to like cry. She did, and it was, and she was, she was just very good. And I have a problem with the theatre because I find everyone a bit thespy and um, acty, and it takes me out of it. And I can't. I find it very hard to immerse myself in theatre. Did because you enjoy that one? But I've, and the two, not the guy from EastEnders and not Lily Allen, I found it hard to get invested in their character because they were very like, oh, overacting. Oh, right. Props. Do you know what I mean? Whereas she and the guy from EastEnders were, were I, I forgot that she was Lily Allen. Do you know what I mean? It's like when you go to yeah. It's like when you go to the musical, the musical theatre. Say your, your remit than mine. Yeah, and but, but they're yeah. all like really like, and I get I get that you have to be quite over the top so the people at the back can see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's there's no there's it's very um, there's, there's there's not a lot of micro expressions. There's a fine line between musical theatre and panto. Mm. And that's sometimes difficult because you go to musical theatre. Like you want to go to Les Mis for Les Mis, not to feel like you're at a very serious panto. Did you did did you go to see um Dirty Dancing? Seven times, yeah. Dirty uh, no, I couldn't. I've got I've got deep emotional ingrained problems with dirty dancing. I love it so much. I loved Patrick Swayze so much. I didn't grow up to be like baby. There was no summer camp, no no older cool dancing instructor whisked me off my feet. Old friends are the best. Hearts and hands and hands and hands 
that Kellerman's? I'll call it Letterman's. No, it's Kellerman's. I'd have gone to the wrong place. I'm here, I'm at Letterman's. Where's You're picking up a Letterman's Where's jacket. Where's Patrick? Yeah, but, but and like, I didn't get amazing cool hair and I never looked good in those denim shorts and I can't dance. And I just, when I watch it now, my teenage self falls so in love with Patrick Swayze. And then my 38 year old self is like, he's oh, dead. Hot in that film. So hot in that film. And I don't find him hot at all, but my teenage loins are like, yes, there's, there's, something echo, about, I don't there's an echo it. of memory of like, oh, he's a man. I, I would love to know psychologically, what is the psychological, what makes him, attractive he's very manly and I I still get it where like um I was talking to a friend of mine about this the other day about normal people the Sally Rooney book that was made into a tv program that everyone raved about during lockdown and it was very well done but every but my friend was telling me about it and he was like everyone raves about it because they really fancy the guy in it Killian Murphy is it Killian Murphy and it's like basically acceptable porn. And I was watching it and I was like, teenagers bonking doesn't do it for me. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't watch this. No, 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 but Laundrettes might've watched it. But I think the thing with Patrick Swayze is he's a grown up in that film. Do you know what I mean? Like his cousin grows up the dancer is a is not a grown-up he's pathetic whereas Patrick Swayze is like there with her and looks after her and carries her out of the kitchen crying and just you know I mean he's I've got he's his grown-up like, oh. she's got a very Patrick Swayze lovely face on <laughs> well, but I think that's part of the attraction is that he's not he looks like a bad boy and he dances like a bad boy but he's a good guy. Um, but did you, you want to know a fun fact about the film? Yeah. When they're driving off, this overload. I can feel your heels clicking yeah, yeah. on the sidewalk. Um, the reason um, when she says you're wild, you're, you're wild, you're wild. Yeah. He's, got, he's got his willy out. That's not true. It is. It's true. He get he, he, fla- he flashes her because she, she she he wanted a he wanted a reaction like a genuine reaction. Patrick Swayze, Willie. Oh no. <laughs> it's true. At least she's clicking on things and, and recoiling in horror. Oh, did you know that Patrick Swayze got his penis out in the car? Yeah. But that doesn't make it true. Well, well, two people have told you that in the past 30 seconds. Well, but you could have read this same thread on a forum. Well, what forum is it? Probably not. Unless it's about penis seekers. (laughs) I think it is true. I'm not going into the internet about Patrick Swayze's willy. Is it is it flaccid? In which case, that's weird to just flop it out of your zip. It's even weirder if he's pulling it out erect. That's, that's well, that's what I mean. But then it's really hard to get out of your. 
<laughs> well, like it's hard because is it tucked into the top of your trousers or is it down the side? I think you're overthinking it. I think you're overthinking it. I believe I like facts. And well, I was going to say, specifically thinking about how you whack your penis out. <laughs> and I, poor Joe's going to have quite the afternoon. Into the Audi. We're off. But I was going to say, my favourite scene, one of my favourite scenes in that film, is when he kicks the, the, the thing out. Oh, my God. Smash my windows in, Johnny. I'm anyway. just like, oh, my God. Is that why your child's called Johnny? No. His name's Jonathan. We don't know that, that Patrick Swayze's full name in that wasn't Jonathan. No. But, but, but when, when he's having a bad mood, we'll go, here's Johnny. <laughs> Just when he's in other end of the extreme there. <laughs> Has he seen The Shining? <laughs> he's going to watch that at some point and be like, the fuck? <laughs> Everyone. Um, but yeah, I really have lost all sense of, of everything now. All I can think about is I mean, that, that lovely lady who wrote into me, I'm going to get her name. You just put you just put your pickle on everybody's plate, college boy. You leave the hard stuff to me. <laughs> like getting your knob out whilst driving. Um, Christina, Christina, she's called, and she oh, is. Well done, we Christina. can we can blame her for this weird roads that we've gone down. <laughs> Don't know why we can blame her, but we can. I'm blame, I'm holding her responsible. Basically, not start talking about babies since we started recording. Sometimes it's all I can think about. My um, uh, teacher yeah. listens to this. You what? My kid's head teacher listens to this. Right. Hello. <laughs> um, you ever, have you ever um, watched Made in Manhattan with Jennifer Lopez in it? Now, Jennifer Lopez, very talented woman, very beautiful, lovely skin because she doesn't drink. Doesn't uh, drink, hasn't doesn't drink caffeine only drinks water and always wears sunscreen yeah she's great and she looks great and sometimes I'm like fuck why don't I do that and then I'm like is there any joy Ben Affleck I don't fancy Ben Affleck but but I, no one's going to give me a yacht if I abstain um I, I she's very talented I've seen her in films they morph into one sort of film she's in it she's being sassy from the Bronx various men snog her so well, one where she walks dogs anyway that's made him possibly you're also thinking and um, the wedding planner with matthew mcconaughey in it mcconaughey 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 joe calls him michael mcconaughey <laughs> i'm like there's not even a t in there but you've made one but in made in manhattan she's a maid closing the title and um, she's talking to a fellow maid. They're cleaning, and um, the mate, the, her friend, her co-worker, is talking about sex or something. And then, and Jennifer Lopez turns around and said, "Is your mind? Is it always on the pepperoni?" <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong in thinking that J Lo always plays quite the prude in films? Is she always kind of demure and, you know, looks she's like she's recently? 
Really? Oh yeah, but that's since that's recent. But the, the two films no, because the two films I've seen her in right. are Made in Manhattan and um The Wedding Planner. I think she might have been in one. Oh, that might be Angelina Jolie. I don't know. I but don't think I've ever seen Angelina Jolie in a film. Oh no, Girl Interrupted. Saw in Girl Interrupted. Um Lara Croft. No, never seen it. Too many films. Just, it's just no. Why? You know my opinion on films, though. If it's not got Goldie Horn in it, you're going to be hard pressed to get me to watch it. It's the truth, right there. <laughs> it's true. Um, okay, so I'm going to ask you a question then. Apart from Patrick's, I'm going to, I'm going to name heartthrobs. Film oh, okay. heartthrobs, okay? And it's going to be hot or not. Okay. Right. Can we? Can I caveat this with, there is really only one celebrity love of my life. Yes, we know. He came before Joe. He will remain after Joe. All of these men, it's just, it's just an opinion. Okay. Carry on. So we'd like to tell everyone who that is. You might not know. It's Slash. It's Slash. I love him and his hot bod. Right. Okay. John Travolta, Danny in Greece. No. No, me neither. It's the it's the lip curl. I can't. No, I don't mind the lip curl. There's something there. Elvis. No. Oh. Sorry. But you can have him. Yeah, I'll have him. Um Tom Cruise in, in Top Gun. No. No, Tom Cruise and nothing. No. What about you? Don't assess his character in real life. No, Tom Cruise in the movie. Leaves me cold. No to Tom Cruise. Do you like Tom Cruise in Top Gear? Top Gear? (laughs) (laughs) Or Top Gun? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, carry on. Um, Colonel Brandon, Sense of Sensibility. No. Damn it. Alan Rickman. No. Um, not as Snape, as no. Colonel Brandon. Never. Who else? Kevin Bacon. No. Jason Donovan. No. Right, okay. Who, apart from Slash? Tom, Tom Selleck. Oh, he's got a, such a beautiful... Oh, my God. Tom Selleck. Joe's never watched Friends before, so I'm making him watch them all in order. And we've got to the stage where, spoiler yeah. alert, if you haven't seen it, I don't care. Um, Tom Selleck asks Monica to marry him and says he'll have her children. It's the night that Chandler's proposing and blah, blah, blah. And literally, I'm still shouting at the telly. Yes to Tom Selleck. No to Chandler. Sorry. If, if Tom Selleck asks you to marry him... Now, Mar- yes. So Tom Selleck, yes. Uh, my so-called life, Jared Leto, yes. Not now, but God, literally that him. man as a teen gave he me trouble. Beautiful. Oh, beautiful. God. I mean, I think he actually gave me like a quarter of my depression because <laughs> I wasn't. What's the chops in that? Oh. My so-called life. That was iconic. Iconic, and it only oh. did. Who was that guy from Party Five? No. Yes. No. Uh, which one? The, the oldest brother? Yeah. Or Griffin? His daughter. 
is it's so incredibly beautiful. beautiful. But his ex-wife is incredibly beautiful. Yeah, but she's almost a spitting image of, of her mother. So, so what, what, who was the mum? Lisa Bonet, who was in That's the Cosby right. show. That's right. That's right. She, then... she is, I think she is the woman universally. Oh, stunning. That every single man isn't like if you if you ask them whether they like Lisa Bonet every single man I've never met a man who isn't like oh my god she's just incredible but what's the daughter called oh my god the daughter Lisa Bonet Zoe Kravitz yeah and she's just stunning because did you ever watch um what about Jason Moa? no I'm, again, now, I, don't he, I would say yes for you to him because <laughs> he looks like he needs a bath. Um, I, I, again, if he, you know, if he was begging, I would probably give him a courtesy throwdown. But I'm not good on massive muscles. I'm better on a bit of a man tum. Oh. Hence, yeah. Interesting. Where, and I think, like, I think Jason Momoa is like big muscles. So maybe when he lets she, himself go a bit. So that's, that's who she's with now. Yeah. So she's with him. And she, and like, this is just a testament to her and how amazing she is. Is like, she's got, she's had two husbands, both of whom are exceedingly hot. But her, her daughter, though, did you ever watch, um, Big Little Lies. No, is it good? What do you do with, with your time? I work pretty much all the time. Yeah. All the time. And when I don't work, I watch exceedingly weird murder documentaries. Um, Big Little Lies. What? And I can't... So what's really weird is, okay, so I watch true crime documentaries like they're going out of fashion. And I watch comedies like Modern Family... Uh, Parks and Rec I cannot deal with anything that needs any level of emotional attachment I cannot since having children I'm unable to do it so before we had kids we were nearly at the end of watching Friday Night Lights <gasps> Tim Riggins in Friday Night Lights oh my god so hot um, I didn't think he was hot for the first series second series I couldn't sleep properly we and so and I, I got so emotionally invested in it I had to stop watching it. Um, the coach in Friday Night Lights, he's hot. His wife's hot. Everyone's hot in that. She's incredible. <laughs> yeah, everyone's hot in that. What we have? Like, we have a TV show. You have to be hot. Don't bother coming <laughs> if you're not. No, hot. his wife is incredible in that. She what's she called? I'm gonna Google it. Coach's wife, Friday Night Lights. Coach's wife Friday. But when I was at school and I was at boarding school and everyone has posters up, what's she called? Tammy Taylor. What's she played by? Who's she played by? Connie Britton. No, nothing. Uh, she's very beautiful. Um, Everyone had posters up on their wall. I remember my friend Vanessa uh, had had basically a shrine to Bon Jovi. Um, oh, I'm challenging him today. I used to get called 
Bon Jovi on my work tag when I worked in Tower Records because I had hair down to my bum that was like blonde. And when I had to log in, it would they'd change it. My friends who were managers changed it all the time. And they just always make Bon Jovi references. And it was... We shot it through parts. They literally were like, it's not our fault you keep giving love a bad name. And I'd be like, stop it! really annoyed 17 year old um <laughs> so what was I talking about before that oh yeah and on my wall at school I had John Lennon uh Kirk Bain and Jimi Hendrix those are my three hot men on my wall that I, yeah, I, I think I've just got Elvis no. in GI Blues and what in GI Blues oh yeah 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 don't you see, I love you, please don't break my heart in two. No, I just, I just, I think I've got quite, I think I like men who are clean and smell nice, but look like they need a wash. Um, and Jason, I, I think it's quite like Orange. a chiseled jaw. Jason Orange, he, was he my favourite? Was, was it Howard? Probably Howard, because he looked like he needed a wash. He did, didn't he? But I bet he smells nice. Yeah, let's have a look at Howard. <laughs> Howard. Howard Donald. I mean, none of them, frankly. It's too... Like, we didn't get to celebrate my dad's number birthday that she's celebrating, so I was like, we would love to have thrown a party for him for this age. So suck it up, buttercup. So we did a party for her on Sunday, and then on her actual birthday on Monday, we went out for lunch at the Woolsey, which is my favourite restaurant in London. Oh, yeah, and there, there are celebrities there. Um, oh, no. There's some really nice... They don't want to know about you, Gemma. They, um, I mean, I, I, I won't be able to contain myself. Oh, God. Okay, well, <laughs> and we were with some really nice friends of my mum's. And um, so it was lovely. And it was my first Monday because... Jack started school last week and he started on Tuesday. So it's like my first Monday of my first full week of three kids in school. So we did that and drank champagne and it was lovely. And then yesterday I went to the theatre to see the Lily Allen thing, but I went at 2.30 and Joe picked the kids up. And um, I thought, you know what? The government are so fucking shit about loads of stuff. And what they should do is they should give every mum on the on the advent of her last child going into school, they should give them a voucher for the Woolsey and a voucher for a show and be like, go and have a nice lunch. You're optimistic. I know I am. That was what I would do if I was prime minister. Yeah, but it's it was just so nice because they were two things that when you have kids at home, having like a long boozy lunch, we were sitting at the table at Woolsey until like four, half four, a long three-course boozy lunch somewhere really nice is just not going to happen when you have small kids. You just mean taking time over, over lunch and chatting with friends is just not something you can do when you've got little ones. And going to the theatre in the afternoon, and we got 15 quid tickets. They weren't hugely expensive. We were really high up, but we could see everything. And it was just like, these are two things that you wouldn't normally do um, do you know what I mean? What's kicking off? What's kicking off? Oh, easier. 
Oh, did you listen to Dolly Parton? Laundrettes, did anybody listen to the Dolly Parton song? The Harbour of Well, when I was just a baby, my mama had a the Harper Rally PTA. Are you Googling it? What are you doing? Just having a read. Oh, just the words? No, my, my, my WhatsApp. What's your positive of the week? Apart from your lovely rendition of Dolly Parton. She's a positive for all our weeks, I think. I know what your positive is. What? I can think of a song that's got this word, these two words in it, but I'm not going to sing it. Sing it. Uh, your porch swing. Oh, yeah. What song is that? It's an Annie DeFranco song that says something about porch swing. Are they having sex on a porch swing? No. It's a really sad song. Okay. It's called School Night, if anyone wants to listen to Annie DeFranco's School Night. It's about having made your commitment and, and having a family and then meeting the love of your life and making the right decision to stay with your family. On a porch, whilst you're on a porch thing? No, it's like, <clears throat> you are a party and I'm a school night. And I'm like, oh, I'm looking for my door key and you are my porch light. It's not, it's not, it's not about a swing. Oh, well, well, it was positive until you were... <laughs> Sorry, but you've got a swing. I'm supposed to come and see you next week. I know. Do I get to swing on it? Yeah. Um, yeah, a porch swing. I've got a porch swing. Very so, exciting. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Like, that's one of my dreams. Now, I've everyone that get... comes to my house will have to get a picture on the porch swing. Oh, Maybe we should record an episode from the porch swing, although the sound would be terrible. Yeah, we won't do that. Yeah. We'll take a picture on the porch swing. Yeah, yeah. Say don't say we don't give you anything, laundrettes. <laughs> <laughs> say goodbye, Chippy. Bye. Bye.